You know, uh, minimum wage has been in the news quite a bit lately. Minimum wage sets the floor for what's acceptable payment for, for working people. Employers can pay higher if they want, but they can't pay lower. Mm-hmm. To help us in that discussion, Amir Malik, who is an investigator with the city of Minneapolis in the Department of Civil Rights, joining us this morning. Malik, good morning. What is minimum wage exactly? Uh, minimum wage is what uh, the society has said is the lowest you can pay somebody. You know, and right now... Minneapolis has a different one than the state, and uh, yeah, we're trying to get people their money. All right. So who does it impact? Who has to pay at least the minimum wage? So uh, any work that's done by an employee within the city limits of Minneapolis falls under the Minneapolis local ordinances for minimum wage. All right. We're talking with Amir Malik, investigator with the city of Minneapolis Civil Rights Department. So as we we look at this, what is the minimum wage in Minneapolis, sir? Okay, so if you work for a franchise or your employer has over 100 employees, then the minimum wage is $14.25. And a lot of people don't understand this. I was doing site visits yesterday, walking around, talking at businesses. And a lot of people don't understand the, the, the franchise rule. If you work for a franchise, it doesn't matter how many people work with you. Um, it has to be $14.25. Now, if you don't work for a franchise and you have 100 or fewer employees, then the minimum wage is $12.50. Okay, uh, 100 or fewer or it's 100 or more? No, 100 or fewer, then it's $12.50. Okay. Wow. All right. And there's no limit on the number of employees in that regard. Yeah, it's just under, yeah, under 100. But if you're more than 100, then it's $14.25. All right. Amir, what about tips and gratuities? Does that count towards the payment of the minimum wage? No. And personally, I'm happy about that. Uh, Yeah, tips don't matter. Um, that's your that's your money it doesn't come from your employer and it does not count towards the minimum wage now who does the uh, the city minimum wage ordinance cover who who's covered under that ordinance yeah any work that's done in Minneapolis so that's where a lot of people get confused I'm always getting questions like is Bloomington part of this or is Golden Valley or something like that now if you're working within Minneapolis it doesn't matter where you live it doesn't matter where your employer is based. Where is the actual work getting done? If it's within the city limits of Minneapolis, then you're covered. So what? Did, why did Minneapolis need to create its own minimum wage? Two-part question. And also, what does the minimum wage have to do with wage theft hmm. specifically? Okay. Well, when it, why, why it did is that right now the federal minimum wage is $7.25 an hour. So if someone is working full-time... Uh, the entire year, never takes any time off, they would make about $16,000. And as you know, $16,000 is not going to get it done in Minneapolis. So what the people decided is that they don't want their community to work full-time and live in poverty. Because at those wages, you'll end up homeless in Minneapolis. So that's why we have a, a different minimum wage so that, you know, all work deserves dignity. So that if you're working, you can actually live. Um, now, what does it have to do with wage theft? 
Wage theft is whenever you're not getting the money that legally you should get. So if you're being paid the lower than the minimum wage, you're not getting um, the money you're legally supposed to get. But there's many other ways that wage theft occurs, and you know we can also discuss that. Interesting. Amir Malik with us this morning from the city of Minneapolis in the Civil Rights Department. Uh, how does uh, sick leave uh, play into this, Amir? So the majority of our complaints and settlements are for sick leave. So a lot of people don't know about it. And like I said, yesterday was a good example as I was visiting different uh, establishments and, and, and talking to employees about it. Um, first of all, uh, for every 30 hours you work, you should get one hour of sick and safe time. So if you're full-time, it comes out to about six days a year. Mm-hmm. And that means if you get sick and you have to miss work, they have to pay you for it. But what a lot of people don't know is if a family member in your home is sick and you need to take care of them, you also get paid for that. And yesterday when I was talking to employees, I did not find a single employee who knew that rule. They're like, I never get sick. I'm like, your children never get sick either. Mm. And uh, they did not know about it. So, yes, if, if your children's sick or your a, a parent lives with you and they get sick, if anybody in your home is sick and you have to take care of them, mm-hmm. uh, you can take that day off and get paid for it. And you can do that uh, six days of the year. So does this cover people who are needing to take time for COVID-19 vaccines as well? Yes. And also some people don't get the vaccine because they're like, I'm, I'm worried I'm going to be sick the next day and miss a day of work. You can use your sick time to recover from getting the COVID vaccine. Also, you don't, people have to understand, you don't have to have a doctor's note. I know many people don't have insurance. You don't have to show any type of note unless you miss more than three days in a row. Mm. This is good information. It really is. Mm -hmm. Now, this is for full-time employees, or does it cover part-time employees? Does it cover contractors? All the things we've been talking about so far this morning? Well, this is another good question. Yesterday, a a store manager said, oh, I don't do sick time, but it's okay. These people are part-time. It has nothing to do with that. If if you're working as an employee, Uh you know, so you're going to get a W-2. It doesn't matter if you work five hours a week. You're covered. There's no full-time, part-time, and a lot of people have that misconception. I was dealing with that yesterday. What about contractors? Are contractors covered in any of this (laughs) at all? If we're talking about someone who gets a 1099, um, then they're considered their own business. They're not considered an employee. I know there's a lot of misclassification, and we can also deal with that. But if you're not considered an employee, as in you're an independent contractor, then no, you're not covered. But if you're like working for a staffing agency, you're a temporary worker, uh, as long as you're an employee, you, you are covered. All right. So what should a person do if they don't have sick leave or they don't know whether or not their employee will let them use it? Um, First, the easiest thing is is to call 311. That's what I recommend. When you call 311, they take down your information and they then send me an email and I'm the one who calls back. Mm. So they'll, they'll hear directly from me. Um, we And the 311 has people who speak a variety of languages. So, you know, that won't be an issue. And that's the easiest. I mean, if someone also wants to, they can text uh, 612-673-3012. And 
Another thing I wanted to mention is it is illegal to, to give out the name of the person complaining. So yesterday, a lot of workers I was talking to were scared. Um, you know, when they're talking that they might get fired, there's no way to get the name of someone who has made a complaint. So you are protected under the Minnesota Data Practices Act. Um, there's also laws against retaliation. So there's no, you know, don't, your listeners should not worry about their name being exposed. We end up auditing the business entirely because we figure, why are you going to cheat one person? You're probably cheating everybody. Mm. Right. So we don't mention the person and we just get all the financial records and there's no way for someone to then uh, contact the city and find out the name of the person who complained. Mm. All right. Amir Malik on the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> investigator like extraordinaire. It. That's great. <laughs> Man. I, I, just, I just want to end with one last thing. I'd like all your listeners to check their paycheck. The next time they get their check, make sure it shows how many sick time hours they have available. That's required. It has to show how many they have. Make sure they're getting the minimum wage. They're getting what they're promised. Uh, I talk to workers who never look at their pay statement, and you got to check your check. Check, check your, your check. check. I like it. I like that, Malik. Thanks, Amir. We appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you.